Yo, what up? This B-Boy Rich. I'm DJ Butter, y'all. And this Funky Fresh in the Flesh podcast. Man, we got the... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Man, we can't believe we got the uh, legendary Stucky family in here. My my homeboy, King Stuck, little Stucky in the house. Man, we got a lot to ask him today. Man, this real family right here, y'all. Real shout out to Pearson Avenue. Man, um, I want to ask you, man... uh, the main important question, when this pop's coming home, man? You know the world love him, man. <laughs> Tomorrow's a <laughs> That's how you right. got to think, man. <laughs> I wish that was up to me, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. I wish that was up to me, because it'd be yesterday, like I said, 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we got good hopes, and, you know, we trying to make that happen ASAP. We got a new lawyer on the case now, and, you know, Perfect. he just got transferred to a medium. You know, he's been locked down the maximum. Yeah. Right? You know, the whole time, for real, so... That's a positive. And, uh, you know, we're trying to get back in court right now. We got a lot of Lula stuff I don't really want right, to talk right, about. But, right. shit, I, I see a, a, a loophole. So, we hey, sooner than later, hopefully, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's up, man. I, talk about, man, how you how you maintain, um, you know, since your father been gone for 20 years, man. You you always had a good energy about yourself, man. Mm-hmm. And, and you... You've been a man about your stuff, man, since your father been gone. You working for yourself, doing yeah. investing in yourself, man. How do you how you stay focused, bro? Cuz there's a lot of cats they, well, when their father gone, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, they he go, they go crazy. Yeah. Uh like, like 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 coming up as a little nigga, man, I had my aunties, and a lot of people don't like to give women credit. I got to get a women credit in my life cuz my mother, my grandmother, my aunties and all of them, they really showed me right from wrong, what the game is, you know what I'm saying? And I was also, from certain cousins, able to, you know, look into their life and see, you know, what type of niggas attract certain type of women. Right. So I knew what type of person I wanted to be from watching the women in my family, Mm. for real, you know what I mean? And uh, I ain't want to be like no broke-ass nigga. (laughs) I ain't want to be like no cat nigga, because we talk like that in my family, you know Mm. what I'm saying? So. I just wanted to be a, a, a certain type of dude, and uh, I, I will always hear reflections or or um, people telling me what my daddy would do or how he would do things or how he did things, and uh, that would be like inspiration for me to want to be able to do it. And when I did talk to him, the type of stuff we would talk about is the fact that he didn't have help on becoming who he was. Mm. So I can't really look at me being like handicapped or like... Um, unfortunate or less privileged or nothing like that because in the black community all of us go through pretty mm-hmm. much growing up in fatherless homes that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much all our story right. when i sit down right. with my homies we all got the same damn story like mm-hmm. you know either right. theirs might be worse than mine they daddy might be dead mm-hmm. right you know what i'm saying right. so mm-hmm. doing stuff like that it was kind of easy because I, I wasn't the only one and you know i got brothers and sisters and i'm one of the oldest so i wanted to be somebody that they can depend on and somebody that they can come to, you know what I mean? So I just had to grow up a little earlier than the rest of my family. So stepping out there and getting some money was the uh, first thing on my on my agenda, on my sheet. So investing in myself, that really came from my mother. Mm-hmm. Back to the women again, because she she will always preach to me like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? You can you can make 30000 today, and you go buy one watch, and you're back broke. Mm-hmm. You know, right. or you go buy a house. Now, what you going to do? to make the money, you know what I'm saying, next, you know. So I was always thinking about, you know what I'm saying, what's going to make the money, what's going to make the money, what's going to make the money. But to be 100% honest with you, money has never been the thing that was, you know, like, that. like I always wanted it to do what I got to do in life, but that was never what really, my passions is music, man. Like I get vibrational chills from that shit. Like I can visualize certain things about myself within music, like, you know what I mean, I done passed out before, man, praying for this shit. Like, mm. I done been at a, a Coachella at a Kendrick Lamar. Uh, you know, it was his turn to, to go up there. This nigga come out the flow with the dope man's on. You know, and I can relate that. Right, right. He came out the flow, though. I'm like, dope man's gym shoes, we all, if y'all don't know. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. So, I closed my eyes and I wished. I said, man, I want that to be me. And I don't know what the fuck happened. This mm. might sound like some bullshit, but right. I fainted. Mm. Out in the desert, out there at Coachella in Las Vegas, I fainted, man. Mm. And my cousin picked me up. What the fuck? I'm like, don't even trip, nigga. I'm straight because I woke up like, man, it's going to happen one day. You know what I'm saying? I just get to put work in. So that's just been my my thing on a day-to-day trying to 
never give up on my dream because I feel like one day I have a sense of satisfaction or some type of, you know. So that's just all it is. Every day I wake up trying to, to get to it. And that's what the music is turning into now, motivational music. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like manifestation type music. Mm-hmm. I stopped talking about just straight up and down killing a motherfucker mm-hmm. because I ain't trying to bring that to me. Mm-hmm. If I kill right. a motherfucker, I'm protecting mine. You know, mm-hmm. don't take from us, nigga. No, we ain't going. Mm-hmm. Like right. that type of shit. Right, right. Man, you, you've been taking up some acting classes, man. You see how, you know it's going to be a movie about your dad one day, man. You, Can you say it, one, say it one more time for me? You've been taking up act, acting classes, man. You've been learning how to act since, you know, BMF is out there. And man, that was man. like a, a childhood dream, too. Because that was just something I seen in my head. I never thought, though, that would come into reality. That was more so like uh, two, three years ago. I'm like, man, I'm seeing all these movies. I want to hop on some of these movies. Mm-hmm. And then from there to actually seeing my OGs and them and 50 Cent coming through and really giving us some support, right. man, and, and, and putting us to where it was like... Detroit finally gets some type of recognition for the the, the groundwork we put in for right. a lot of these cats out here. So before once I seen that, man, yeah. <laughs> you said before the internet, before, right? Before, right? Right? Before all this cap, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the famous yeah. all yeah. guys was in the studio grinding, really these pops in the yeah. record store. They ground, yeah. yeah. It's a different time in Detroit for sure. Detroit. So when I seen that they was actually, you know, that that was the thing, it became like, man, I could do that too. You know what I'm saying? Not to say it was like a bandwagon thing. It just was like, damn. You know, and I and I seen Lil' Cuz on there. I seen Lil' Meech on there. And, you know, he getting off with the acting. And I'm like, man, that, that was something I really, really like. Like, I want to actually apply myself to see if I can do that myself. Right. You know what I mean? And I did the little classes and stuff in school the because the, I went to Cherry Hill. Hmm. At Inkster School of Performing Arts, right? Okay, and, and, and we used to do like uh, shows and stuff like that, and uh, you know they had come out and, and watch us do our little plays and stuff like that. So I was always interested in it, right? But I, I'm like in my head, I'm a gangster rapper, you know, hmm. certain things, <laughs> certain you know, things you ain't supposed to do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just seen it, and I'm right. like, man, dog, I'm with it. I can do it, right? And I pulled up on the OG, and it just kind of like turned into something that might turn into reality. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just stayed down with the idea of it, put in a little work. You know, I did a couple movies, uh, and I'm like, shit, man, I wanna, I wanna take it more serious. But I was first introduced to like acting in general, like at a young age, like I wanna say like twelve. And that was in a movie called Pawn Shop with Fonz. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. in a chair getting my hair cut in the movie. Wow. Man, I got to go back and look yeah. at that. The movie oh, with Foolish and all of them. Yeah. yeah. I was in a chair getting wow, my hair cut. And what's the dude that played in Jamie Foxx? Dude that played in Jamie Foxx. The, the old man. man. The old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in the movie. He was in the barbershop with us. Wow. So, um... That was something right then from a young dude. I'm like, man, I might want to be a little actor or something. Right. <laughs> but music, like I say, that's always been my passion, man. Right. Still is to this day. Right. And acting is something I want to venture off into, but I'm willing to put the work in for sure. Right. Hey, how old were you when you started recording music? Man, I want to say seven, but that's one of my favorite numbers. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, when I really, really can really remember it, I'm going to say I was with AK, man. Because mm. before that, I really can't say it count. Right. When I really start recording music, that's like, damn, this little nigga can rap. Right. I think I was probably like 11, 12. Mm. Okay. And we making real songs. Shout out to AK, producer AK. Then it went from 13, I'm cocky. Yeah. And now I'm like a real rapper. I go to school and bitches singing my song. <laughs> Niggas either trying to be funny or they like it for real, but... Right. Everybody in the school knew my motherfucking record. Right. It'll come on the announcements in the school time. So I've been like taking music and rap serious from a young nigga. Anybody who know me, they can be like, man, nigga been rapping forever. Right. So I just been like at a point now in life where I need to see something from it because I can't just keep doing it as a passion no more. Mm, like right. now it's turning into it has to turn into a job for me. Okay. Talk about um your your times of um was you was you around your pops when he had the record store and um, well how old was you when um the Motor City compilation came out in, in seventy two hours was you around doing the process? Of well, that? you know, I was I was I was real young and you know I was eight when my daddy went to jail, 
So if we talking about any times before that, I'm like six, five, four, you know. I was born in 94. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was around as a young nigga. I can't really tell you too much, but from stories that I done gathered over time, you know, from other people's perspectives that I can, you know, probably speak on. But as far as me and my recognition, I really don't remember too much from those times. But I can tell you, like, like light stories of me being, like, in Atlanta with Proof, mm-hmm. AK, um, my daddy, and, you know, a, a couple other guys, and us having a studio in Atlanta mm-hmm. that I wasn't really allowed to go into. <laughs> I remember it was upstairs, so I really wasn't allowed to go in there, so I would put my ear to the door and just listen as a little nigga. I remember that. I can tell you that. And, I would, like I said, I wasn't allowed in there, but I remember one day, uh, what, nobody in the studio, and uh, this nigga AK, man, I'm telling you. I, I, I'm thankful for AK because he always, even to this day, like, I call him. He there, you know what I mean? And I walked in that motherfucking studio, and the mic just seemed so tall to me, and you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to get up on the stool. It was a stool. I got up on the stool and just, like, just was playing with the shit. But it's like, those are just little memories I got from a little nigga with this rap stuff, man. I always... Used to look in the mirror and act like I'm holding the microphone and I'm rapping and shit. I didn't even have like epiphanies and shit where it's like I'm doing the singing stuff, but I'm scared to start singing because, like I said, I want to be a gangster rapper. Right, right. Now nah, I'm on the song. Like, <laughs> it just came over time, man. I don't know. Right, right. Hey, you, you mentioned that twice. Do you think the, the image of gangster rapper just held you back from starting stuff doing that? Or do you think it held other artists back too? From trying to be who they naturally yeah, he are. He Tupac back. He was balleting and everything. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I see a lot of I see a lot of dudes coming up now. They be stuck in that. It's like they don't want to do nothing right, else. Right, right. But you saying, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna act. I'm gonna do everything." Well, because I I, I started off different from most people. Okay. And I, and people got to be realist about who they are too. Right. You know what I mean, like me, I I was supposed to be a very very privileged little nigga. You know what I'm saying? I could have. Right. A golden spoon. I could be a millionaire. Y'all sitting here talking to right now. It just didn't go that way. Right. You know. So other things, but I was still well taken care of. You know. What I mean, my mama. Until I'm ready to do these things myself and jump off the porch, and now I'm like right. maybe got a little smart mouth. So it's like, all right, go ahead right. and show me you can do it. But right. I didn't. I don't think I necessarily had to jump off the porch for. Real. I probably could have sat there a couple more years. Right. You know what I'm saying. So once I really like wanted to become a certain type of person, that's when I started rapping about right. all that type of stuff because that's what I wanted, bro. Okay. That's what I was damn near chasing. Yeah. And then I got to a point where I got a taste of it. And I said, man, I'd rather just be a stand-up nigga all around than to be a shooter or 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 this or that or right. that. I'd rather be a boss businessman. But did I have to get a taste of certain things in order to be able to reflect on it and understand where the next nigga is coming from? Yeah. Right. So... That's why I don't say I regret nothing, but I understand why these niggas is so stuck where they at because they scared, man. They don't want to be, like, judged. They don't want to give a motherfucker nothing to really say or question about them. Right. I came up talking about I don't want to fight. I'm right. fucking all the bitches. I'm the freshest nigga in the school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, my mama going to get on my ass if I come home with a bad grade. Man, my friends wasn't growing <laughs> up like that. My friends, right. like, they didn't give a you know, so yeah. uh, once I became a certain age where I can hang with them without my mama being, you know, like into don't let nobody smoke in your car. Don't you know y'all can't? Yeah. Mama, I'm smoking too. Like you know what right. I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know, when I got to a certain age where it was like, all right, now I can start being the leader of my friends and all this crazy shit we doing. Right, right. I'm just saying it, it. It turned into that. Then it was more like, all right, now nah, this the rapping, this the shit I want to talk about when rapping, because this the shit we live in. This the shit right. me and my niggas want to hear. We didn't want to hear none of that other type of music. Right. So now I'm in an age where I'm making certain type of music for people that's not like that. Okay. And then it is people that is like that. So it got to be a balance. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want my grandma to turn on my music and hear certain songs that I got. And she like, I can play this one. Mm-hmm. It might not be every song, but I might right. need two or three right. that my grandma can yeah. say she need to go to. I right. might need two or three that That's the niggas hard. on the block. Like, nigga, he got some favors of mine. My daddy got some favors of mine. Right. Like, it, uh, that's what I want. I want a variety of music now. And that's just became like 
my mindset, my concept, not just like make all kind of music for all different type of people. Right. But that came with going through trials and tribulations and being on different sides and different of different situations. Right. So, man, uh, man, talk about um, you know, we say in the hood all the time. If, if if some of the boys was out, proof wouldn't have passed away. Um, you know, just the, the guidance. You know, your father was always no nonsense. You know, man about his man. What what was your times like with proof? You know, um, man, we could be having like totally different conversation <laughs> about proof because right. that's like my god daddy. And then motherfuckers ask me about AK, I'd be like, that's my god daddy. Like, right, right. <laughs> like mm. AK was there though, you feel me? Proof was supposed to be there yeah. for me, but real life come into play, you know right. what I'm saying? And shit happens. But proof was supposed to be the person that had took me under his wing. Okay, like, a lot of people like to use uh, the little Bow Wow situation to refer to me. Right. Uh, this just come, I heard multiple times, so I'm going to use it right now. I can tell you the difference between me and Lil Bow Wow, but right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the concept <laughs> overall, right. I understand it. You know, you're growing up a little nigga and you got all these old, because Snoop could have, you know, really yeah. raised Lil Dog and Lil Dog could have came up different. a whole different, different way. type of nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably respect yeah. them on a different way yeah. besides right. music to this day. Right. You right. see what I'm saying? Compared to him going over there with JD, and it was just more like a smoother type of little nigga. Situation. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. bro? You're going to be accepted by everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's going to last, but nigga, everybody is going to know your fucking name, not mm-hmm. just. Right. So that's kind of what happened between me, Proof, and me, AK. Mm-hmm. So I went with, it wasn't a choice either. I went with AK, and AK, you know, structured and groomed my musical career as a young nigga. Right. Because, um, Proof, was still ripping and running, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was already like in the industry, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot going on. So it wasn't something that, it was a choice of mine, but uh, I got a lot of memories with Unc, and um, I could probably tell y'all little stories and stuff like that, like with the dog and my, my dog Endo. Um, <laughs> you remember Endo? Yeah, we had a, we had a, we had a, uh, a, a it might have been an American Bulldog. Yeah. And it was white and gold. And uh, I remember me unk chilling with the dog, uh, in one of my uh, my my mama houses or some some old shit. But I, I remember uh, a few different stories with unk man, and uh, he just always resonated with me because he just always followed me for some reason. I don't know how, but like I go to a studio, and as soon as I get there, it's a big ass picture right. unk on the wall. Like it, that'll be him. Right. I'm like damn, and I know about the ancestors, mm-hmm. so I automatically send one up. You know, mm-hmm. I might. Pour a little water out. You know, I just stay in tune with him because mm. he always pop up. Like, mm. right now, right. in this interview, yeah. Unk name just popped up. Like, right. he's still living. He's still right. here. That's my you know? guy. So his energy yeah. always kind of follow me. Proof. So, I you know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Unk, you know, and uh, I wish he was here to this day because ain't no way as, as when I was young, like, yeah. we would have got together <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? I know that. And he probably would have helped me go different ways. But, you know, I, I I wish he was still here. And I wish I got a chance to really, like, be with these guys that y'all and us and we respect so much. Because it's like I feel like people be telling me shit that I wasn't there for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. People be telling me story. I be like, you know, like, you you went to sleep on the pussy. And then <laughs> you get the text message. <laughs> it's like, you up. You like, damn. You just thinking about what was going to happen if you was there. So right. I be That's thinking about shit like that scenario. all the time. And then if I was in a motherfucker, I wish I was riding in the whip. when right. the, You know? But, you know, I'm a generation or two up under... A lot of these iconic moments, man. So I'm just trying to, you know, remake some moments for my kids to be able to speak on, right. and my brothers and sisters to, you know, for them to know somebody got they back on the type of level my father had his friends and his family back. You know, that's, yeah. it's big shoes to fill. I'm never trying to like literally step all the way in them right. because I got my own size. But it's like I want to make sure my people know that we ain't, you know, they didn't take it away from us to the right. point where we can't do and we, you know, we got. That's what you have kids for. That's why you got, you know, anything mm. happening to you, the next generation step up and they hold it down. Right. So that's why I got a son and I got a junior. Anything happened to me as he grow up, he got a, a fucking job to do. Right. I didn't, my daddy didn't ask me to do this. He ain't asked me to hold it down. He ain't asked me to go be no rapper. He ain't asked me to, you know, no, carry myself a certain type of way. 
none of that. This is just my characters, who I chose to be growing up. You know what I mean? So. Hey, talk about um, what was the documentary? Who did the Al Prophet? Al right? Prophet, yeah. Yeah, talk about the documentary. I went that. to New York and and seen your dad documentary all through there on on Harlem Prophet, Harlem shout World. Out Al Prophet. Uh, yeah. They had it on the store counters in some of them them places, man. And, and I had to, I had to ask the people at the store, like, y'all know who the fuck this is? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's crazy. Cause I remember I walked into a store, and I was late, man. I'd be late sometimes because pops work in the sky sometimes. But yeah. I was late, <laughs> he says, man. Sometimes. I walked into a gas station and I see a Don Diva magazine with my yeah. daddy on it. Fam. Wait, let me ask you, but how old were you when that came out? That magazine, the Don Diva magazine, with him on it. Yeah, I want to say 18, 19, okay. maybe 1920. So this. Man, <laughs> this is the time I'm trying to tell you, boys. Right. This is wow. the time. And I walked in the store, you know, pants damn near hanging down, gun all out. <laughs> Me and my cousin, we on Puritan, you know. Right. We, you know, and that's how I be, man. Yeah. Like, I can look back right now and just be like, man, you little knucklehead ass nigga. Right. But, you know, I walk in the store. No shirt on. <laughs> right. And I, I see my daddy magazine up in the... Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Let me get that magazine. And he like, I think it was $20 or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you gonna make me pay for this magazine? <laughs> right. And he like, look at me like, oh yeah, man, you pay for the motherfucking right. magazine. I'm like, all right, I paid for the magazine wow. anyway. I just had to read the motherfucker. I went in there reading it, and I didn't really like the cover of it because uh, it had some weird shit on the cover. But overall... I was just reading the magazine. And I'm just like, damn. And at the time, I we didn't. It's just like I couldn't talk to my daddy how I want to talk to him. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta wait till he call me whenever he's thinking about a nigga. Or, you know, and he got eleven kids, so we all gotta split this time up. Right. And hopefully, you remember what the fuck you had to talk about when you do get on the phone. <laughs> right. So it'd be like that. But you know, I did talk to him. Like, hey man, you seen that? Uh, and you know, he's like, man, show me a picture of it, man. You know, let me see what's going on in the magazine. <laughs> so you know, we would do stuff like that, and um. That just was crazy for me. But I tell you when that documentary came out, Al Prophet, that was different. I used yeah. that to my advantage. <laughs> because when that documentary came out, man, I got so much pussy. <laughs> 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 man, like, man, this was like, this your daddy? I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. I'm like, That's, yeah. That's you know? hilarious. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, you're like a celebrity. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? What's up? Wow. I used to have a charger. I had a charger and uh, I put the D. That's what happened to my ears too, y'all. The, uh, I had this 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 charger, and uh, I had the radio. You know, it come out and it pop up and yeah. play the videos. Mm. Okay. You can put the DVD yeah. in there and play the videos. I had the sound system in my trunk. Man, you can hear it from four blocks away, man. Like mm. you gonna have a noise ordinance, like mm. motherfuckers gonna be right. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> like I used to smoke the weed and I used to blow the weed out and the weed would be in the air, like so. <laughs> It fucked up my eardrums, wow. but um, I had that that car, and what what I'm talking about? Uh, so the DVD, yeah, that did. yeah, and that and I, I had that car, and that DVD thing used to pop out, and I used to have a hose get in the car, watch the documentary oh, with me, man. sit there and watch the videos and shit like that <laughs> with me, and I used to be up at school, Central State University, CSU. Right. I went up there for a year. And uh and this was the year the documentary came out. So I used to wear my daddy fur coats to oh, school. Wow. God damn. <laughs> I used to walk around with the fur coats, everybody cut to me shit when this documentary <laughs> came out. Nothing. I used to put the minks on wow. and I had the charger with the Lamborghini doors. Just a little wild nigga, man. Wow. And all my cousins came up there to live with me. I got an apartment right off of campus. So we all thought we were somebody when this documentary right. dropped, man. It's like, this was like, we passing them out. We selling them at the school. Right. We want everybody on the school to know, <laughs> bitch, Detroit, we in here. Right. You know? So when that documentary came out, man, I'm sending links to everybody. I'm right. Like, you seen my daddy documentary? To this day, if I'm talking to a female or something like that, I'm like, yeah, she's like my daddy, where, where, where y'all people from? I'm like, oh, you got to watch my pop's documentary. Right. Like, you know, like, like, Wait, well, Netflix or two. Shout out to Al Prophet, man. Yeah, shout out to Al Prophet, yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I know they didn't really want to uh, like make it a negative thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. The documentary was never 
aim to be like uh something bragging or or like or or being boastful towards negativity. Yeah, right. that's not what the what the what the message is. The message is positivity, getting them up out of there, injustice, showing what's yeah. going on within the case because you know personal opinions. Opinions really don't matter. It's about what what we looking at in black and white. Right. And when we look at that, you know what I'm saying? It, it was it was somebody just pointing the finger mm-hmm. and and getting off. Really, somebody they, they the feds made a deal. You know what I'm saying? And you know they felt like it was his time. So mm-hmm. it'll set down a twenty ball. The time is up. Let him out. We mm-hmm. get it going. They ain't going back. You know. Right. You know, got shit to do out here, free man. Free stuck for real. Yeah, free stuck. Yeah. I, I would like to add this though, um, about the documentary on El Prophet uh part. I do like how he had the lawyers um, speaking yeah, yeah. Too. speaking and really breaking down mm-hmm. on a um simple level the depths of the case that people the world didn't know about. Right. And how he's innocent. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and we're talking about, you know, I'm going to let him get back to this, but I just want to point this out. We're talking about jailhouse snitches that are already tied in with the feds that are in trouble right. with felonies on their record. Mm-hmm. And they're trading off my brother for, you know, mm-hmm. get up out of their probation. Whatever the case may be, it's a bit deeper than that. But you know what I'm saying as far as the premise of what El Prophet did, that was definitely a platform, a soundboard to get to other attorneys and Right. Other um, awareness out there, awareness yeah, out there yeah. on a, on a broader scope, right. and what if a judge or the judge that even convicted him seen this documentary right. and right. woke up? Mm-hmm. Because that's you know one thing we know about media is fast and vast, man, and that could just be that one thing, and um that's why on social media I always run my brother back yeah. because I got a lot of government stuff going on with myself personally right. as a reform activist, and just with that side of things going like that for me, I always try to. Um, put a message out there, you know, get towards that goal to get them home. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk about, um, I want to ask you about, um, how can we get, uh, get Puritan on the map with the music like the way? Puritan Avenue, how can we, how can we bring some unity over there, man? You, you had Yay Jordan, yourself, uh, HBK, and it's, things are scattered, man. How, is it would it take a compilation or something just like your father was doing with the Motor City? He was bringing a lot of people together, man. All right, man. Uh, free Jordan, nigga. Shout out PA, yeah, yeah. PA down. Free the boys. Yeah, yeah. I love all y'all niggas. Yes. Don't never think I'm acting funny, fake, none of this shit, nigga. I love y'all niggas. Y'all niggas, my family, my blood, my brothers. That's just what it is. I don't give a fuck if it go from. Greenfield all the way down, nigga, past Illinois, going down all the way. You know, you repping PA, man. Right. We family. I'm not beefing. I'm not. I'm. I'm there for you, nigga. The whole nine. <sighs> That's out the way. Now we gotta get into like fake niggas, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like my nigga, Yay Jordan. He showed me why I should have love for him. You know what I'm saying. He showed me why. I should never turn my back. Years later, I'm still like, nigga, free A.A. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because maybe conversation or just maybe the way he carried himself. Or, you know, I just got a couple situations where uh, something happened. I like the way he responded. So I say, nigga, anytime you need me, I'm going to be there. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. And I got to do a better job of communicating with bro. Because uh, I w- if I was in that situation, I would want, I would want me to reach out. So I'm going I'm gonna to do that for sure. I'm glad. You mentioned him to me, so I can I can get on top of that when I lay here. As far as kid go, that's somebody that I used to look up to, man. You know what I mean? And he he like a, a step older than me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and and this is what I, I I gotta take from that, man. I'm like I say, I'm one of the big brothers in 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 my in my circle, mm-hmm. right? You know, but when I look at my my younger brothers. They got characteristics that's 100% different from ours because of the role that they play in their family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. They might have people that got their bag, people that's... Me, I'm the motherfucker who's that for a lot of other people. Yeah, so sorry. when I look at people that's like younger within their families, right. they usually act differently as far as like um, you know, accountability and stuff like that, right. certain things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
some people are just not gonna see things from a perspective that I'm gonna see things from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I'm better than the next motherfucker or nothing. It's just all about perception. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. So I just don't think men probably will look at situations the same way because motherfucker might not even want to address certain things. Mm. But me personally, I got an issue. And I don't know if people, you know, be want me to speak on that shit, but I, I got an issue. And I feel like if we sat down and talked about the issue, smoke a blunt, it's over. You know? Mm. That's more so what that is. It's not an issue where if I see you, I'm going to fuck you up. Right, or I'm worried right, about right. you firing up on me when you see... Nah, because... We live near each other. I didn't see right. him at the gas station. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> you feel right, me? So if right. it's that, nigga, what's up? Mm-hmm. It's not that, man. Like I say, it's PA down always. Mm-hmm. It's a pride thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Right, Niggas right. have, I can get on this podcast and talk about it, but when I seen the man in his face, I didn't say shit. Right. So it's a, a lot of shit be pride, man. We mm-hmm. have pride within us, and we don't be wanting to address certain situations. But, you know, if we had a conversation, I would be I would be cool with doing a compilation or doing some some more music together. But the first time we did music together, I didn't like the outcome mm. towards towards how that happened. I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what happened. Mm-hmm. Nigga, PA down, nigga. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You don't turn your back on the mob. Right, right. right. No right. Doubt. That is how I feel. Mm-hmm. What dudes say we get drafted, here we stay here? Huh? Say what dudes say we get drafted, here we stay here. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. drafted here, you retire here. Right. You, know, you can't just pick this shit up and put it down, nigga. It's PA down, it's PA down. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you that, man. They'll mm-hmm. tell you that. I came in late. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. I came right. in late. Like, you know what I mean? Like, by the time I really started ripping and running around in the neighborhood, motherfuckers has been through there, towed the motherfucker up already. Like, we catching like the, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you we little the, niggas the running around right. on some Action Jackson shit, and they like, nigga, y'all late as hell, right. Pamela, Y'all ain't even doing it right. What y'all was gonna do it, nigga? Right. You know, Action so we had to Jackson. really, we came in at a learning stage yes. from all our OGs that was willing to do it. You know, right. out of respect for my daddy, really. Yes, you know what yes, I'm saying? Right. So with me even venturing off to go down towards Greenfield with all of these niggas, while my OGs basically saying, nigga, we just let y'all niggas, you know, right. up in this bitch like this to make money on the block and to do this and to do that. So it's like, right. now y'all trying to go down there and, yeah. and I'm like, nigga, these people I look up to, these people I want to go and create relationships with, it just did not go that way, family. You see what I'm right. saying? But Jordan... That's a real nigga. He gonna yeah. come down there and he gonna kick it and they gonna be like, nigga, PA down, PA down, nigga. Yeah, and, and, right. nigga and you know it in the energy, yeah. like you know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's one of the ones, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. And that's why he was one of the ones who started the the, the situation with Chief Keith. Because mm. right. I bet you Keith felt that shit on that boy. Like, mm. nigga, this ain't nothing fake. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I'm not calling them fake. Mm. I'm not saying that at all, nigga. Those boys cash out their whole fucking group, nigga. That's. Something I looked up to coming yeah. up. Nigga, put respect right. on it. That's something I still mm-hmm. look up to. You know what right. I'm saying? I respect what they built. Same thing with Team Eastside. I respect all of this shit that came before me, dog. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Even while I was learning what I was learning, I was watching them niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Certain things about I done put into my, you know what I'm saying? Right. My arsenal. So I'm never going to get on here and just be like, no, nigga, fuck niggas. I don't. That's not what the situation is. It's more so I'm disappointed in how... How the shit, how the mm. shit played out. I feel like, you know, niggas should have played it differently. But I'm gonna say shout out to Payroll because Payroll a real nigga. And anytime I ever ask, that don't make you real just because I ask for something. But just the energy he give me when he see me is just like, you know, I respect it and I give it back to him and he give my utmost respect. So shout out my nigga Payroll and shout out Chaz Bling because uh, he do the same. So. Yeah. Shout out Peasy, you know that's big bro. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Vezo. That's bro, he put me on mm-hmm. with this music shit too. You know what I'm saying? So niggas, niggas like that that that, that reach back to me and show me love, cause I'm not just calling any nigga my big brother, dog. I'm not right, calling right. just any nigga like y'all don't deserve it. You mm-hmm. feel me? Certain niggas just like soon as they come around you, the energy is just like, all right, nigga, I can get with this, cause it's either like with mine or it's a step above mine. Right. I can learn or nigga like nigga we alike. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> if it's opposite, fuck out of here, nigga. Right, right, right. Ain't gonna right. fucking with that. And that's how that shit be, man. Right. It's a difference. I felt the difference. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell people what you got coming up as far as music, um, any acting or anything, and how people can get a hold of you. All right, well, as far as the music situation going on, we got uh, TMSO2. That's my, my, my second album I'm putting out, my third album I'm putting out. Um, uh, me and my brother got a compilation album together 
called Territory we're working on. Uh, we got some bangers on that boy, some joint songs between all of us. Mm. And then we're working on this soundtrack right now for this movie called Third Degree Burn. Y'all heard of that? No. This motherfucker supposed to be nice. So we're working on a soundtrack for that. for that. And we really finishing up with it because we about to be done by the February 10th. So we finishing up. Um, and I'm working on this Detroit film. I was in this Detroit film called Bomb Money. Y'all can go uh, look at that. They shot me in the motherfucking movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to do another movie. He said, man, you got to die again. I said, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't like, no, nah, go ahead, fellow. Right. You got the road. You mad as hell. I backed out last minute. But, um, you know, shout out Great Lakes Production. You know what I mean? Right. They they doing their things on a movie tip. Uh, you know, I was in a, a couple of their films. Uh, I'm doing the BMF TV show season three. You okay. know, shout out Southwest T, shout out Big Meech, Lil Meech, Lil yeah, T. Yeah. And the whole yeah, BMF. Let's get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because uh, they, 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 they always show me work. nothing but love. You know right. what I'm saying? They've been saying PAs in the movie, yeah. in the film. I'm yeah. like, yeah. yeah. They so rap. We're going to get into that. I'm not Stuck sure right now. Hard. I know. I know. It's going to be hard. Man. Right. Yeah. No, right. I'm so proud of that, man. Yes, yeah, no, show that, no, man. No. And I, that's a big thing for me, too, because I was, when I got the call, it's crazy because uh, I, w- I was smoking was a blunt and I was just pondering, like, just, he was right there with me, man. I'm just staring off in the space, like, damn, man, I got this song called I Always Knew I Was Gonna Get Some Money. This manifestation right. song, like, manifestation yeah. songs. Like, nigga, and when I get mad, sometimes I just run that shit in my head, like, nigga, and I just imagine myself running through a bag out in Miami, Lambo, top drop, bad bitch. Like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm on, bro. I always knew. And that's what I do. That's the song. I always knew. That's my happy place. So I'm, I'm trying to go there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Happy place. I'm trying to go there. I'm in there. I'm just in my right. head. I'm smoking, and niggas talking to me and everything. I'm, and my phone ring, and it's OG. I'm looking at it. I got his number saved. You feel me? So right. look, I'm like, Nigga, I slide over. He's like, nephew, I told y'all I wasn't gonna forget about you. I'm like, oh, oh, nigga. I was in that was like, he's like, yeah, oh, I got you. Then go ahead and take a couple bro. of them acting courses, cause I got you. You know, February, you gonna be ready. I said, all right, all right. That's what's up. Man. I was like, right, I need some push-ups, nigga. That's what's these up. So, yeah, man, I'm on this acting BMF season three dope, shit. Dope, dope, dope. Um, and you know what's gonna happen when that come out, right? What's up? Mo pussy. Yeah, pussy level, though, though. You know, you know the documentary was here. It's gonna be like. Pussy with cherry on top. Hey, dog, it's gonna be a different level, dog. Yeah, you can say 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 well, I do want to add this, man, mm. about uh, what he got coming. So definitely going to be like, um, look out for an album release party um, All right. for what they got coming. Um, it's going to be definitely some more videos, you know what I'm saying, with some features and things like that coming up for him this year in the next few months. And um, we want to make sure we keep rolling before BMF come out right. with the marketing and the production. That's why he's here, too. Yeah. You know, this yeah. has to be talked about because this is big. Yeah. Right. It's about to yeah. happen. Right. So um, I'm just excited, man, and proud of him and watching him develop and see him um, come out his shell more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've actually tested him, too, as his uncle. Okay. He know it's an unspoken thing. Right. But... I don't have to test his skill per se that he can rap good, but I may throw him in a setting and be like, right. let's go. React. Right. And I done seen him mm-hmm. react and take control and the crowd, the crowd like going crazy. Right. And it's like, I'm like, all right, well, uh, we hit New York and, and, and Jersey and DC, them yeah. hard critics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is the raw for you, you know? And, um, he has a song. They they have a song all together called Catch a Up, and um, actually he did want to play his joint before we got up out of here too. From right. from actually this is his dad's favorite song. Okay. Um, called Uncle Ma. Oh yeah, we putting that out too. That's yeah. the, that's the single. This is his dad's favorite song, mm-hmm. Uncle right. Ma. Um, y'all, 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 y'all know my Uncle Ma. Yeah yeah. Uncle Ma, yeah. yeah. Right. This is dad's favorite song. That's that's how that go. Uh, uh, it's, it's a, it's a song legendary. Got, yeah, yeah. Song legendary no, um, for real. He's holding it down on some, on some, on some neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we're gonna shoot the video to that, and we're gonna put that out. I can tell you a story about uh, why I did the the song. Mm. 
I can tell you a story about why I did the song Uncle Mob. Uh, well, one, we was at a place where my daddy like, man, you making the same type of music over and over and over. And I'm like, shit, this is the type of music I listen to. And he like, nigga, you got to get out of that because I'm trying to send this music to, you know, 50 Cent, Eminem. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I want to use my resources to right. send these to some top-notch people and you in here on this rapping, capping, <laughs> bullshit. And it's like, damn. And I'm like, okay. So... He wanted me to switch it up, and I did. But when it comes to this Uncle Mob song, it was more of a combination between what he wanted and what I was already doing. Because right. I freestyled song, the song. Mm. Okay. You know I mean? This like, song right here? I didn't take long on the song. Right. Well, I mean, it's mine song. and my brother's favorite song. Wow. Right. So I, I love for y'all to hear this before we get right. up out of here. Man. I can't tell you why it's their favorite song. You feel okay. me? But I, I like it too. Yeah. I can't tell you why it's their favorite song. You feel me? Because I like all my motherfucking music. <laughs> and that's why I be trying. I got to, you know... Me no, personally. for like, sure. Oh, like, you supposed to though. Well, as I did the record, uh, my daddy was telling me the story about uh um a couple days before, and he was like, um, you remember uh when the teacher, you know, I'm like, no, I don't remember none of that. And he like, man, so he tell me the story. So my uncle was dating this teacher, my uncle Mobby is dating this teacher, real pretty light skinned lady, right? Nah. <clears throat> she tell my uncle that she got a brown skinned boy in her class. With colored eyes, <laughs> with right. green eyes, the most handsome little nigga, you know, the most <laughs> handsome little nigga she's ever seen in her life, right? And she's telling that to my uncle, my uncle, right. bitch, right? Fuck us up, you know, you know, all that bullshit you talk about, fuck on, right? So he ended up taking her out on a date. As he's taking her out on a date, you know, my uncle and my daddy like D. Mm. So my daddy's pulling up. I'm with my pops. Right. This is my teacher. Right. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? My uncle on a date with my teacher, nigga. Wow. I jump out the truck, the Escalade. I jump out the black Escalade. <laughs> she like, damn, this the little boy I was just telling you about. This is my nephew. She's like, get the fuck out of here. This is my nephew. I'm like, yeah, wow. man, Uncle Ma, eh? Because, wow. you know, it was, it was in the back of my head for so long. Because, you know, uh, out of sight, out of mind sometimes. And that'd be... A, a problem with a lot of us too. I be that's why I just wanted to touch back on that yeah yeah Jordan thing because um, you know we gotta we gotta keep in contact with our people that's gone and that's locked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They can't be forgotten about, man. Like we gotta do a better job of that when they call. Mm -hmm. We ain't doing shit, man. Answer the motherfucking phone. You know, get 15 minutes, chop it up, right. talk to a motherfucker, man. Let them know you straight. You know, let them know. You know, we holding it down out here. That should be motivation for niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like no, this my this, this my uncle right here. You see what I'm saying? Right. This, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he can he can he can tap into that and tell you about about why that type of shit is necessary. Why you need a motherfucker on the outside that oh, that's yeah. just going. That was a part of my. Get song your mental right. And, right, and the reason why I'm so proud of him is because everything he said he was gonna do before he before he came home on this comeback kid venture, this nigga done did. Yeah. And when I was talking to him, I'm being real right. It's crazy in he joint. in this interview right. with me right now, right. ten years later because I didn't even know this nigga. And he called me on the phone, like, nigga, nephew, nigga, we, we gonna get on this, we gonna get on that. I'm like, my daddy telling me, nigga, that's your Uncle Doug, nigga, answer the phone, he called. I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, nigga, all right. He get out, I'm with him almost every motherfucking day, you see what I'm saying? So we could have created like a better relationship as yeah. he was in jail, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we, we, we can't forget about the ones that's down, man. We gonna need them just like they need us. You Don't know, know what's saying? so wild is that uh, back then we... This podcast was a magazine back in the day. Yeah. It was funky, wow. fresh, and fun. And your Shut daddy, up. your daddy committed yeah. to help me, helping me yeah. before he went to jail. Like I, I got an interview I'm sitting on with your pops and everything, man. Uh, your father, he looked out for me at, a, at, a, at a good yeah, time in my though. life. Bro. That just put chills through you know, me. Like, that's you know, I, I really uh, want to say this, man, because this is interesting that he said that. Like right. ten years, like. I'm talking to him. I, I remember I came home. We was at Bar 7. I see him. I said, yo, T, you know a song? I, my brother Sean, we stayed in the high rise downtown. I called you down there. You had that great jag. Yeah. I'm like, nephew, pull up. You know what I'm saying? I come holler at me and bro. You know, his, his dad, man, I come home. He tell me, right. hey, yo, I need you to get him the Gucci, man, <laughs> right now, bro. Right. I said... I look at Sean like, man, this nigga want me to get Terry the Gucci, man, bro. Right. Right now, though. Yeah. Sean, my other brother, look at me like, what I mean right now? Right. So we got to figure it out. So I call him down there, though, like, hey, man, come downtown. And I just remember this time, man, how excited I was to be home and get to the work, right? you know, and actually make happen what we said. And then I started my own brand called Comeback Kid Brand. Right. 
because I went to jail. I was 19. I was a kid. And then I started making comebacks while I was in prison, overcoming obstacles with education. And then from there, I started helping brothers get their stuff together, right. go to college. You know, we want to stop the school to prison pipeline. So kept my word when I came home, I started taking him to high schools to talk to kids with me right. as a special guest, right. as an artist. So we about to do it again. Okay. Now that he has albums, season three. Now what do you have to tell the kids? Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? We're gonna run it back because mm -hmm. we both was just starting out. Now right. I'm stacked with ammo for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's gonna be a great time this this school year, this summer, everything yeah. that's coming with, you know, we wanna get him some billboards and a lot of just just a lot of fun, exciting stuff yeah. from all this grinding and us actually being in the moment and being here. Right. Um it's a lot of us that are dead and gone from Pearson or, you know, mm -hmm. just the hood period. And, you know, like my brother in there, you know, wrong convicted, a good dude. And we're going to keep this thing going, man, you know, until it, it stars in the ceiling. You know what I mean? Yeah, what you, what you got to say, uh, your last words to the youth, man, uh, um, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you, your face card, your dad face card, and how much love he gave Detroit, you know, is... is 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 getting you to be having kids and you know what I'm saying you able to <laughs> grow old. Your daddy yeah. was like Santa Claus to a lot of us, yeah. bro. For real. What what you got to say uh, to the youth out here now? Um, all Man. this stuff going on, you know. They they try to even a lot of the guys from the from the hood. They try to be like their daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. That was really the first thing I was gonna uh, say on this on this topic. One thing I got to say to the youth is don't be scared to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter if you the eyeball out of every motherfucking body, trust me, bro, they notice that you odd. They notice that you different. Just make your differences a part of your strengths. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that is, make your differences one of your strengths. Mm -hmm. and you know what I mean? Don't be a follower. Just because motherfuckers is getting off and having their way right now and they scamming or they making money doing this. I'm not telling you not to scam. I'm not telling you not to do this. I'm not telling you to do this, not to do that. I'm telling you to choose whatever your lane is and go hard at it. Don't be a follower. Choose whatever good is for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, school, that's okay. That's cool. A lot of motherfuckers try to go against that. I think school is cool. Y'all mm -hmm. go to school, get your education, go get you a job. There's nothing wrong with working a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers want to go against that. There's nothing wrong with working a job. Go get you some money to the youth. Whatever it is, man, go get you some money and try your hardest to stay out of trouble and to take care of your mama and your grandmama. And you know what I'm saying? Don't forget about the ladies. Don't forget about the women. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm heavy on that when it comes to, because I was raised by, by women and, and and, and most of the ancestors <clears throat> in my family have strong black women. Mm -hmm. So to the youth, make sure y'all not being disrespectful to y'all mamas just because the daddy's not in the household, man. I know a lot of y'all, and I went through this too, growing up thinking and knowing you're the man of the house. So, you know, you act out sometimes. And don't, don't do that. Make it easy on mama, man. She gonna respect you later on. You know what I'm saying? You gonna feel good about it later on. And that also cut time. Off of your life, man, when you're being negative and disrespectful to mm -hmm. grandma and, and, you know, and you hiding drugs in the house and, and you know what I'm saying? Just try to try, try to move strategically, you know what I'm saying? That's to the youth. Now, we're talking about to these older cats that's my age and, and, and older than me. Only advice that I got is to, to just be 100, dog, you know what I mean? Because unless there's so much fake shit out here, man, and, and keep your word. You ain't got to make no promises to me. You ain't got to make no promises to the next motherfucker. If you can't do something, just tell the motherfucker you can't do it. I can't do it right now, nephew. I can't do it right now, cuz. I can't do it right now, bro. Maybe next week. Maybe this. Be honest. Don't tell the motherfucker <laughs> you're going to do something and you don't do it. That's right. really one of my biggest pet peeves. Like me personally, a motherfucker asked me something like you asked me the other day. Can we do this today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Or, right. I don't know, OG, man. They lost my luggage at the airport. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no yeah. damn clothes. I got to shoot. To, I got to go do this. I got to go do that. I don't know if I'm going to make it. You know what I'm saying? A nigga right. need to just be upfront about every little thing. I really think, you know, as, as an adult, as a man, you know what I'm saying? You should be able to stand on your word. And I feel like we're going against that uh, uh, coming up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're going against that. I also want to speak on, before we get up out of here, uh, uh, this snitching uh, stuff that's starting to uh, 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 take over. And the only reason I want to tap on that is because if we're talking to the youth and we're talking to people my age, I, I do got a message for y'all. And, 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 and that's what I'm saying. You got to choose what side you fall on, man. 
you know what I'm saying, in life and all of this stuff. You got to choose what side you fall on because it's an unspoken code. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you agreeing to as a young nigga. You don't even know you signing up for the shit. And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Don't be a follower because <clears throat> a lot of y'all just following big cuz, big bro. Y'all don't even know what y'all signing up for. Right. Y'all just running around doing wild shit and you don't even know the code to the game. There's certain things you can and you can't do while you running around. That's that's why you able to run around. You know what I'm saying? Now, I feel like we just allowing people to do any and anything that they that they want to do without no no repercussions, without right. no consequences. Right. Ain't nobody popping these little knuckleheads upside their head and telling them, nah, man, you ain't doing this right, you ain't doing that right. You know what I'm saying? Because when when, when a little nigga in the hood get caught Dre riding in the car, and it ain't even his car that he done stole. It's really one of the big homies, but they just gave this nigga the keys. He go down to the station, yeah. and if, if big homie name come up any motherfucking word, bro, you a snitch. It don't matter what right. we talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what the, the case is. to the, You know what I'm saying? Right. We all in this game. You know what I'm saying? Your mama not here when I gave you the keys. Your daddy not here. And your cousins right. and them not here. You a man when you hop in this car, right? right. I'm just using this as an example, yeah. as an analogy. You know what I'm right. saying? Whatever you into, man, you got to be able to deal with the consequences yeah, that come with right. that. Right. That's some advice to youth and to the OGs, man. Y'all got to stop telling on people to get it uh, easier for yourself and an easy way out. You know what I mean? If you signing up for this shit, if you riding gangster, you riding dirty, and you, you strapped up and you making sacrifices for your family and this and that, you got to realize the next man got a family too, and everybody just trying to eat. At the end of the day, we all in the same situation. We all was placed in poverty, and we just trying to make it out. Everybody trying to make a dollar. Don't put the next nigga up under the bus because it went bad for you. Pray. Okay. Right. You know? And get up out of that motherfucker. Through God, man. Okay. That was real. Man, thank you for your energy, man. I, I that think was real. This gonna bring the hood closer yeah. everything, bro. <laughs> for real, man. I, I think the Detroit, man, economy gonna pull closer together. For sure. Your pops is like Detroit. He is Detroit, man. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was he was a father to a lot of cats out here, man. Yep. You know, for real. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate you showing us your maturity with it. Know you that. know what right. I'm saying? For real, man. Yep. Free T Stucky, man. You know that, man. For real. Free Once that, again. Free Big Meach, nigga. Yes, Shout out yes. Southwest T. Yes. Rest in What's peace up? to Big Proof, man. Yep. We out of here. Funky Fresh, fresh in the, in the flesh. flesh. You know it. Yeah. Yeah.